Welcome back to the show. You are listening to Talking Your Way to Change, the podcast that educates you about optimal mental health and psychotherapy. I am the host, Dr. Banker, and I'm coming to you from Minneapolis, Minnesota. I want to thank all of you listeners who have been coming on this journey with me. I am now venturing into the second season. This has been a profound learning journey as I learned to navigate the podcasting industry. Although it has been challenging, connecting with other mental health specialists and diving into the psychological research allows me to fill my own cup. If you are enjoying Talking Your Way to Change, thanks for tuning in. Please consider subscribing to the show. Subscribing is one of the ways for me to reach broader audiences. Also, if you think the content is worthwhile, share it with a friend. I am practicing my social media skills, and you can find me on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. Now, let's get into today's episode. Today, I'm going to talk about why psychologists are so interested in values and how values can be connected to your mental health. Values can act like an internal compass to your life's purpose. It's not uncommon for people to describe feeling stuck or trapped in their lives or trapped in their unhealthy habits and confused about what path in their life journey they should take. Sometimes people are uncertain about how to make a self-directed decision, like wondering if or where they should volunteer. Other times people are unable to move forward after experiencing a death, a job loss, or um, perhaps the relentless loss of infertility. Oftentimes people talk with loved ones or friends about their types of problems. And although this um, is a great place to receive empathy, sometimes it's hard to get the advice you need in how to take practical steps to move forward. Psychologists believe in the transformative power of values. Identifying and understanding your values can give you a breakthrough or a new understanding of your current situation and how to get on that path to, quote, social media, living your best life. Values are our deepest desires for how we want to show up in the world and how we want to act. A value can act like an internal compass that guides us throughout life. Values are not goals or destinations on maps, they don't have an endpoint. They are not about what others can give us. Values are how we want to behave on an ongoing basis. Typical values are honesty, independence, autonomy, contribution, uh, duty, curiosity, creativity, maybe helping and serving others. Values are what we would like to be remembered for behaviors that we want to have described at our eulogy. You can ask yourself, what do I want my life to stand for? Do I want to be known as someone who valued education or as someone who valued community? I first learned about values, their importance, and ways of assessing them in my training as a psychologist, more specifically during my vocational assessment or career counseling training. I provided career counseling with college students who were choosing majors and or careers and also spent many years of my professional life assisting adults needing vocational rehabilitation. 
Helping people identify their values was one piece of an overall vocational assessment and or maybe what you would call career assessment. Vocational assessments can offer people an educational process in which they obtain greater self-knowledge and work knowledge through testing, taking inventories, exploring career exploration tools, and some one-on-one counseling. Essentially, it was helping individuals find a suitable career goal based on their current situation. Today, psychologists use values as guideposts in some forms of psychotherapy, for example, acceptance commitment therapy. I think one of the most fascinating aspects of values is that they can and often do change across the lifespan, and our environments greatly influence our values. If we consider COVID and the implications it has had on our daily lives at a global level, everyone has had to adjust to cultural, social, economic, and environmental changes. The consulting agency Barrett Values Center published an article on their research regarding how this global pandemic has led to dramatic environmental changes, which has led to a shift in values, both individually and collectively. I wonder if you could guess the values that have shifted. The Barrett's Values Center stated, when compared with personal values pre-COVID, we have seen four new values emerge in top priority during the pandemic. They are one, making a difference, two, adaptability, three, well-being, and four, caring. The values of continuous learning and family were already present pre-COVID, but they have increased in priority since. Breaking it down further, if we look at the value of well-being, it shifted in rank from being number 26 to number five in importance to people personally during COVID. This consulting firm also found that organizational values changed. Some moved up in importance, such as agility and innovation, employee well-being, direction and communication. Other values, such as results orientation and achievement, have shifted down. As a psychologist, these trends, making a difference, adaptability, well-being, caring, fit with my professional values as a psychologist. Values of a psychologist in general are that humans are our most valuable resource, health and well-being, social responsibility, and communication. The consulting firm believes that the shift in values reflect the needs that people are feeling during this pandemic to take care of one another, and it admits the changes in uncertainty in our current culture, we are seeing the value of taking care of one another. I find these results fascinating. Personally, I know adaptability has become one of my primary values that affects my decisions, behaviors, thoughts, and feelings. It has risen above my value to challenge myself physically. Let's look at an example. Pre-COVID, I worked out about five times a week at a gym And during COVID, I had to pivot and change my workout regime. Well, our family quickly bought some exercise equipment for home. Not sure why, but um, I will say when you lift weights at home, they tend to feel a lot heavier than at the gym. And the elliptical machine that we purchased, although I felt like that we 
purchased an expensive good model has needed service plenty of times. Every time the repairman comes out to fix the elliptical, he fixes one thing and I feel like then something else breaks. So this has led me to supplementing these workouts um, with online workouts, uh, which I've been using my step, uh, like step aerobics from the 1990s. I had to pull that out. And at one point we bought a bunch of snowshoes so we could go snowshoeing. And then we, in Minnesota, we hit sub-zero temperatures. So some days I'm just left with walking. So if I had not actively kind of shifted and increased the importance of my value of being adaptable and kept my value of, you know, that challenging myself physically working out, I'd be very unhappy. So I had to sort of shift my values. Adaptability comes to the forefront. Otherwise, I would just be discouraged by the lack of intensity or the quality of my workouts, right? But I remain steadfast and happy about my continued ability to adapt, to overcome to these obstacles, to working out as much as I can in whatever way I can. Interesting stuff. So how do you assess your values? How do you get clarity about what you value? I learned a really silly, simple, profound suggestion from a course I took online from the University of Michigan entitled Finding Purpose and Meaning in Life, Living for What Matters Most. The instructor said that if we wanted to find out what we value, we could look at our smartphones. What image do you have as your wallpaper? It is likely that whatever's on your wallpaper is a reflection of your values. For example, maybe it's your child. It is likely that under the domain of family relationships, you value parenting. Okay, maybe you have a picture of a beloved pet or a visually pleasing piece of artwork. Allow yourself to consider other emotions or themes about the image on your phone. Perhaps the image reflects personal values that are specific to you. For example, if it is a photograph of your child, what, is it a photograph of your child on vacation? This is where it gets really interesting because different people might identify different values with that image. It could symbolize your value of having fun, connection, maybe your value for adventure, caring, or maybe a value for health and well-being. There are many value assessment tools available on the internet. One of my favorites is the Barrett Value Center called the Personal Values and Awareness. This model clusters personal values into three sub areas. One, personal values, and those define who we are, what we want, and why we think the way we do. What are our social values that govern our social connections and interpersonal bonds with others? And three, what are our universal values? that influence our spiritual thought, our cultural standards, standards, and overall acceptance of life experiences. I think I enjoy this personal values assessment, PVA, because it's really straightforward and it seems to fit well with clients across the lifespan as I work with individuals such as college students and I work with individuals who are in retirement. So. The individual I work with really span different decades, and so their values in, our, in their lives change. I also like what is called the Valued Living Questionnaire that has you rank values such as family, work, recreation, and then rank on a weekly basis 
how your actions are lining up with what you most with your most important values. I will leave some resources online about value assessments on this episode's show notes. One caveat I have is that when you're assessing your values, don't get caught up in what you think you should value. Just answer the questions in in the most truthful way about what you value right now. Because all values are positive, right? But we can't keep them all as important as one another. So you do have to sort of choose. Um, Values are not rules, and you want to be able to choose them freely. Another common values assessment tool are ones that require you to sort values either online or through actual cards, and that's called a value card sort. You are essentially sorting values into piles from very important to not important. So what do we do with our values once we identify them? How does knowing my values help me find my way? I think the first step to consider is, are you acting and behaving in ways that are moving you towards your values that are important to you? And if not, could you identify a small act or a small healthy act that could keep you moving in this direction of your values? It's often more effective to add healthy behaviors than to focus on ending unhealthy behaviors. Trying to quit an unhealthy behavior is tricky and challenging sometimes, and it can actually lead to an increase in that behavior over the long haul, as many dieters have discovered. If your value is to eat a healthy diet, instead of professing that you will never eat ice cream again, it behooves you to say, I'm going to eat or I'm going to add eating a new vegetable three times a week, or maybe even start going on walks. Then after some time, these new healthier habits will become more desired and it is more likely that you will not crave the ice cream as much. Knowing your values helps you discover your life purpose. For example, if I value relationships, creativity, making a difference, professional learning, knowing that I have those values allows me to be more self-organizing and set goals towards these aspirations. My life purpose at this time is to be a wife and a parent, a therapist, and create and produce these podcasts. Now, knowing this about my life purpose, from here, I can even fine-tune my purpose further by asking myself the question, what is the most pleasurable aspect of my work as a psychotherapist at this point in time? And the answer I came up with is, having a breadth of knowledge that converges towards some larger truth to discover new possibilities of helping others by finding patterns of similarities from different domains. That's my purpose. Okay, so let's get back to the larger question of what do we do with our values once we identify them? Okay, so one, we evaluate if we are lining up our behavior with those values. Our values can help motivate us when we feel tempted to move towards behaviors that will result in regret. For example, going back to the ice cream, if I am thinking about how I'm not going to have ice cream, I'm never going to have ice cream again, and I'm thinking ice cream, ice cream, 
odds are eventually I'm going to be eating a lot of ice cream. Okay. So what we want to do is identify our values and see if we can line up some behaviors that will move us towards those values. Knowing your values helps you discover your life purpose. More important, it is a, knowing your values is self-affirming and self-organizing. It helps you figure out what you want to have as goals. Number three, affirming your values leads to an enhanced resilience in times of stress. Okay, so I can't leave an episode without mentioning some research. So they've done some research where they've asked people to journal or write down um, their values, their highest values before they presented the subjects with a stressful event. Then after this stressful event, they evaluated who, what, who was more stressed out during those events. So what they found is that people who have connected with their higher values before the stressful event showed substantial decreases in stress hormones, cortisol compared to the control groups. I kind of think that this might be happening too in professional sports, like when people pray or they have this moment of connection before they um, go play a game, a real competitive game. In a sense, they are aligning themselves with their values. So, and fourth, values help us choose work environments or careers that more that are more aligned with our values. And if we know our values and we can find work, that aligns with them, we also know we're going to be more satisfied in our careers. It's quite likely that identifying and rediscovering your values will help you start to take some action in the direction of your life's purpose and or can affirm that you are exactly where you want to be and you might feel less stuck. Okay, until next time, this is Dr. Banker. Thanks for joining us this week on Talking Your Way to Change. You can also visit our Facebook page. You can subscribe to the show on Anchor or iTunes so that you never miss an episode. If you found value in this show, we would appreciate a ratings on iTunes, or you could just simply tell a friend. I need to alert everyone that this podcast is not meant as a substitution for mental health treatment. So although the podcast deals with psychotherapy, this is not your psychotherapy. Okay, thanks for listening. Until next time, this is Dr. Banker.